Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. The podcast where us geeks get lubricated by drinking and discussing geeky topics of the week. Alcohol's not a good lubricant. Kids, don't do it. I've never tried it, nor do I want to. Don't. Um, <laughs> I'm thoroughly scared by that comment now. But Do not um, do it. <laughs> well, We're folks, not advising this. Well, folks, this went off the rails at 30 seconds in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's just pivot. <laughs> pivot. And let's talk about where you can find, follow, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We're at Geek Drink Pod. That mm-hmm. means Twitter, X, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Discord, scaryjoysticks.net. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another one, but I didn't remember what it was. It sounds like I, shake, I, shake your Joy-Cons for luck. For, uh, anyway. Shake your Joy-Cons <laughs> for luck. Shake, shake your Joy-Cons and run away from the zombie. I don't know where we're going with that one. <laughs> Actually, that... I know how you yeah. did it. <laughs> please, please, wiggle, don't wiggle, shake, wiggle, wiggle. please don't do that motion towards my face ever again, Adam. <laughs> ever again. All right, folks. Well, now that we've uh, talked about where to find and follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, it's time to talk about our drink of the week. Grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. So this week we're splitting it up. Adam, what are you drinking this week? I'm doing an old-fashioned Guinness. Ooh, top of the morning to you. Mm, I. <laughs> um, and I am drinking a return of our, one of our favorites, the Lone Tree Mexican Lager. That's a classic. It's a, I mean, they're both... They're they're all classics, but yes, they're well, all well, not all classics, but mm. you know, it's it's a good classic for this podcast. Yes, um, as we say hello to Spooktober Week Three. Ooh. We're going to talk about something different this week, folks. And before we dive into that, we'll talk about our topic of the week. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? All right, folks. This week, in in. In proper theme to Spooktober 23, where we've done genres of horror, mm-hmm. we're going to go a little off the rails here, because we're not watching... Platforms of horror. Yes. We're not watching and discussing a film or a TV show. We're talking about horror video games. Yes. We had to go in there at some point. So. Yes. Um, horror video games, Adam. So, they are not... The mainstream games people play. True. Um, there are horror aspects to a lot of different games Though people I play. Think a lot of them are very successful. Yes, they are. Um, so when we talk about horror video games, we talk about things such as the Resident Evil games. Yes. Uh, we talk about the uh, The Last of Us. That's mm-hmm. a big one. A lot of people play it if you are playing the correct console. Um we're talking about Dead Spaces, Five Nights at Freddy's. We're talking about uh, the Alan Wake game. We're talking about Little Nightmares, Dead by Daylight, um, Luigi's Mansion. Yes, we have to throw in a Nintendo thing. Yes. Or JV would. Well, I mean, Resident Evil was on Nintendo. Yeah, well, 
JV would murder us in our sleep. With a with a, with a switch. Remote. <laughs> yeah, he's he's taking a switch controller and turned it into a shank. <laughs> Wasn't there like a TikTok where a guy did that? <laughs> I probably. I thought so, but nah. So we digest. Okay. Um Adam, what is your feelings on horror video game franchises? Or just games in general? I actually really like horror video games. So, um, to those who don't know, I make closeted horror fan. Like, just in general. I generally, I tell people, like, oh, I don't like horror movies. I don't like the jump scare stuff. But horror games, um, I always felt were, like, more more my type of horror. More my type of... Like, it's not so... There's jump scares, but it's also a little... You're a little bit more connected because you're, like, playing the game. Yeah. You're playing this thing. And it's... it. So, yeah, that was my thing, is it's just sort of... You're a little bit more connected to um, the storyline, the, the environment. Whereas, like, I feel like horror movies, like, I really like it when you have that element but like movies like saw okay hostile those aren't scary to me they're just i they're torture porn is all they are it's just people are like oh my god the gore they're so crazy but i'm like i was never really scared i'd prefer a uh something like a good story and good involvement Okay. Where it kind of brings you in. So, what about you? You know, horror games, it depends on the on the game itself. Um, it, there's so many different little niches, niches to horror games. You've mm-hmm. got the ones that purposely have something like a jump scare, and they're, and they're meant to... Yeah, I think... Give that? that to you, and that's... Condemned. Like, Condemned okay. was one that... It was all just jump scares. Yeah. Um, it was like an original, like... Xbox 360 release. Um, not a very good game, all first person. Like, just wasn't amazing. But, yeah, it was just a bunch of jump scares. Yeah, I mean, you've got games like Five Nights at Freddy's is very much kind of a jump scare game because your yeah. your character, in, at least in the first couple versions of the Aren't game... are making a movie? Yeah. Oh. Um, where you're stuck in a room in a chair and your job is to keep the monsters at bay but you have power and all these other things and you... You've got the shadows running by you, and then finally something will jump get you, and the jump scare aspect of it. Um, then you've got other games that are more scary in terms of like the way they they not I wouldn't say filmed, but the way they showed like the Resident Evil games from that over the in the ceiling kind of camera view. And it's, yeah, the, the third hard person. Aim. Yeah, the third like, person. And um, then perspective where yeah. you've got the zombies and those can be kind of limited jump- resources, yeah. limited survival like, kind of game. Yeah, survival. Um, horror, and then you've got horror games such as uh, oh, I just was talking about it a second ago. Um, Alien Isolation, where mm-hmm. you know Alien already the franchise does have a, that good horror sci-fi element to it, mm-hmm. but you've connected to your headset or your mic and your system and your remote cam, and any noise you make. Can trigger, can trigger the alien yeah. to hunt you, um, as well as trying to keep your character quiet in the game and not mm-hmm. 
running through the hallways because that obviously triggers things. Well, and I think with Alien Isolation, now I, I've played a little bit of it. I haven't played it all the way through, but it reminds me a lot of like the Amnesia games where it's like you have no, like, you can't defend yourself. Yeah. You can't kill the monster that's hunting you. You just have to sneak around and hide. Yeah. So that that was kind of my thing is that's scary and I think they've had like a few Slender Man games that yeah. are similar um on PC. Um but yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah, you can't you're not able to kill the zombie in front of you. Um it's it's coming for you. All you can do is hide and run. <laughs> Which is scary, I think. You're kind of a powerless character. I know they've had a few... Um, I've played a few um, kind of Lovecraftian games um, where they're kind of similar, where it's like, yeah, you're you're like a detective um, trying to figure out a mystery. Yeah. And it's like, all you can really do is, like, when you get to these bad, bad things, <laughs> it gets... You just can either hide or run. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't mind the first-person stuff because it is interesting, and I think first-person re- works a lot better in terms of, like, stealth mechanics. Yeah. I know. Um, I haven't played The Last of Us yet. I'm working on it. Um, I'll get to it eventually. Um, I guess I should ask, this is a question for you, have you played The Last of Us, like, the PS5 version? Yes. No, not the PS5 version. I played the PS3 and PS4 version. Okay, because I know they did, like, PS3, and then they did a remaster for PS4, and then they have, like, the PS5. Yeah, well, the PS5 is a remaster. The PS4 was, like, the re-release. Okay. Yeah. I just was, like, I I have that one. I haven't tried it yet, but I want to try that. I'm, like, if I should play the PS5 version, and I'm... Might as well it do it. Changes a little bit of the the run and gun the the, the fighting aspect of it. Okay. I think for the better, probably what I heard. Um, so, Adam, when it comes to horror games, what was the first horror game you ever played? Ooh, that you can remember. Cause I'm sure there's eighty five thousand. I can't remember. I mean, I know I played Condemned. Hmm. Alan Wake's on that list, probably. Alan Wake's on there. Like, I'm I'm thinking just back to my Xbox 360 days. You can um, go back to Resident Evil in the 64 days. Yeah, well, it's like, I only played Resident Evil at friends' houses, because uh, they always had the PlayStation version. Mm. And so, played that, but they were never super scary to me. But, um... Okay. Yeah, I think Alan Wake... Might have been the first one where I was like, this is spooky. <laughs> you know? It's a little... <laughs> like, did you ever play Alan Wake? Yes. Okay. Um, it's uh, Remedy Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Um, they have a new version, or a uh, sequel, coming out very soon. Great company, great game. Check it out. Okay. But I think I've played games that had, like, horror elements to it. Like, 
I think like the Alien versus Predator games yeah. always had like a jump scare element or a horror element yeah. to it. But I think that was the first one that I got into where I was like invested in the story and like felt connected to like that sort of okay. world. Um, I would I will throw it way back and I was looking up while we were before we started this podcast. My very first foray into horror games or, or scary games in terms of video games. Manic Mansion on the Nintendo, the original Nintendo, hmm. was a port of a PC game and it was basically like a bunch of teenagers are in this mansion and trying to get <laughs> out and it's one of those puzzle solving kind of games where it's like move like this character to the basement. Like... Yeah, move this character to the basement. Oh wait, there's an evil doctor down there. Now you have to have dialogue boxes and try to solve. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've got four characters to try to get one of mount. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. Um, didn't quite understand the concept when I was, you know, a little, little boy, yeah. a little man, um, little man, little man. Um, mom, mom, <laughs> something is wrong. Yeah. Resident Evil, obviously for me, I think, especially because I was a PlayStation person, was one of those games I really. Fell off the franchise after four because five was eh. Yeah, I liked four a lot. I I they played that one. It. They've remade it. Yeah, I saw that. Year. I haven't tried that one yet. Neither I. So, ladies and gentlemen, if the remake of four is good, let us I've know. I've heard great things. All right. Um, but I, I agree with you. A lot of games have that horror aspect to it. You know, Metal Gear Solid has little snippets of horror kind of yeah. feeling to it. Um, obviously. A game that I I wanted to play, but you know we're both not PC gamers. Bigfoot. Have you heard about this one? Where you are a hunter in the woods, and Bigfoot is who you're tracking, and hmm. a lot of jump scares, a lot of like in the dark, he you see a shadow, and he yeah, kind of like the Slender Man game, very much like... so. But it's Bigfoot. Hmm. Um, Why haven't they made a good Bigfoot movie? It's hard to do. I, I, you know, I... Ladies and gentlemen and people around the world, have they made a good Bigfoot movie? Yeah, it's called Rampage. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I just think it's, it doesn't lend itself to a story like that. Because hmm. then you'd have to have the evil scientist who creates the Bigfoot or something like that. Because it always just comes out schlocky. Like, I, I remember... You'd have to make it in the style of Blair Witch Project. Yeah, well... That would probably be the best way to do it. I, I remember my girlfriend is not listening, so I dated a girl that was like obsessed with Sasquatch. Like legit obsessed with Sasquatch. Part of the reason I am no longer dating her. But she was Did like Did she make you dress as a Wookiee in the bedroom? No. Um but she made us watch multiple movies about Bigfoot and Sasquatch, and they were all terrible. <laughs> like, and that that was just my thought. I was just like, why can't anyone make a good Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and or the other movie? If you want to fund our Bigfoot movie, <laughs> we can do it for $150,000. Well, grand. hold on. I will say there is one. If you guys want to check out one, it's funny bad. Called Suburban Sasquatch. Dave, I thought you were gonna say Dave Waskovich directed it. Okay. Um, 
No one knows who he is, but... No, I is. It's the first I've ever heard his name. Yeah, that's probably what he says a lot. <laughs> but it's, like, hilariously bad. <laughs> like, he was doing what I... Like, when I... like Because I like B-movies and yeah. I like bad movies. But those sort of things. But I like it when the creators are kind of like striving out to make a okay like yeah. make a good film and they fail miserably <laughs> <laughs> and this is like the guy fell on his face got up pants fell down tripped on his belt fell on his face again it is awful um, if you want to watch, like, if you just want the Cliff Notes version, um, the uh, Red Letter Media, who I keep bringing up on the show, um, big influence on my content on this show. Um, they did a review on their Best of the Worst channel. Um, check it out. You'll you'll laugh a lot. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to be scared. You'll just laugh a lot. <laughs> um. So, kind of getting back on topic here. actually... Or not, never mind. Doom 3. Oh, okay. That might have been the first one. Because that one is like the one where you... You had to either put up your gun or put up your flashlight. And you just couldn't see Jack Diddley Squad. So, that... Sorry. That might have been the first. Because I think that one came out on... PC and OG Xbox. So, um, that might have been the first one that I was like, was a little spooky for me. I would say, I and I just pulled it up on, on our, our screen, Mist. Ooh. While it wasn't classified as a horror kind of game, definitely was spooky. It was mysterious. You were, I mean, everywhere you went, you were waiting for someone to come out of the woods or waiting mm. for a jump scare that never happened. But it was just the music, the mystery, the puzzle solving, mm-hmm. the, the random books when you'd have those guys screaming at you through the pages. It yeah. definitely lent itself to being, it could have been a good, It, I would say you could classify it as not a horror, not quite a horror, but it was definitely like spooky. Mysterious. Mysterious. Eerie. Um, so, one of the games we kind of mentioned, what we were talking about. Um, obviously, you have Dead Space. They've remade that one. Yes. Um, and that's one I have not played the remake. Neither of, have I. But I played the first two Dead Space games, and I really enjoyed them. They okay. were... They I've were, only played the first one. Okay, so the second one kind of took things and like dialed it up to 11, if you will. It's like, in the first game, you play as Isaac Clarke. Mm-hmm. And he is um, the silent protagonist. Um, Just doing his thing. Being like he's a space engineer and all that. We love our sci-fi horror. You and I both. Yes. Um, The second one, Isaac, you get to see his face. You get to hear him speak. He has more interactions with crew members and stuff like that. Um, but a very kind of Lovecraftian 
story. So it's pretty much there's this uh, these kind of what they call the markers mm-hmm. um, out there around the galaxy, and there's a religion to these like markers and these creators, and that's the Lovecraftian part. But apparently, these markers have the ability to kind of like corrupt and not only corrupt you mentally, but corrupt you physically okay. to the point where you become a monstrous being. And the one thing that I remember when the game came out, it was very big on limb dismemberment. It was kind of the big thing because it's like, oh, everyone who's played any sort of shooter game knows shoot things in the head. Yeah. And they're down. You know, it's like just pisses them off. So it's like you have to cut off their limbs to make it so they um, they don't come after you. Um, and it was, it was a very different game, like much in the like sort of similar sense to Alien, where it's like Ripley is not a soldier. Okay. Ripley's like a space trucker, pretty much. Like she's not like anything special but she's put in an, like you're put in an extraordinary situation you have to adapt yeah um which is scary in itself but um so yeah that's kind of how dead space plays out is it's like you're you're this engineer sent to this um to the ishimura to find out why they uh lost contact and that's and fix the ship but that's all you're doing (laughs) and then you find out that this whole necromorph situation is happening and you have to just survive and it plays on the same tropes like it's a third person like viewpoint um much like resident evil where you have limited resources limited inventory space like you have to adapt and manage and figure things out so that was pretty cool okay uh, so i like dead space a lot that was a that was a great yeah, the one. first one was a lot of fun i enjoyed the first one just never had the chance to play the second and third one yeah the third um, one or the iphone became version. like a little bit more um like co-op based okay um because that was like back when all these companies were like co-op games are the thing yeah it's like no, that's not what we want. Um, What's another one for you? Another one we talked about, we both have played, um, not quite fitting into this genre, like scary, oh my god, but in a fun way, kind of like we talked about Renfield, is Luigi's Mansion. Yes. Uh, um, the we, third we gotta, one, especially on the Switch. Yeah, we gotta throw in a Nintendo game. Um, or we'll get shanked. Another kind of co-op ability. Yes. Um Although the co-op feature, so I bought the game as like trying to do co-op with my yeah. girlfriend playing through it, but you don't get to do the co-op until you're like 30 minutes in. Yeah. So it's kind of, and I when I say 30 minutes, it's more like it's 30 history. minutes into the story. Like, you have to hit to the, a certain point in the story to yeah, get to it. It's kind of. I find that kind of frustrating because yeah. I was like, oh, I wanted to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. You know, one of those aspects I really liked about that game, too, was 
how functional that second player part was. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, if you got wet. <laughs> True. Um, but it's a fun game because Luigi is such a scaredy cat, and it does have fun jump scare elements to it, and that kind of fun, spooky aspect to it. That Yeah, kind of how they position the cameras yeah, sometimes. Yeah, the cameras and the lighting, especially when like, the lights rotate, and, mm-hmm. not rotate, I would say sway. Yes. Um, with the thunderstorm going on in the background. Um, and it was a fun departure from, you know, the ghost aspect of Mario games, where if you... Look at the ghost and don't look at the ghost. That's mm-hmm. how you you beat the ghost of Mario. Yeah. Well, I think this uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, especially, because that's the one I got into a lot more. Uh, best Ghostbusters game that's not, not a Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters game. Because <laughs> you had the vacuum. And, yeah, uh, but it, it, like that was kind of a fun little mechanic. Like, oh, yeah. hit them with the light and then have to do that. And it's the same thing in Alan Wake. You have yes. to... Hit them with the light, and then you can take them down. Yes. So, um, and then kind of another fun aspect of that game, just the the way they built the levels. You don't go level one to two to three to four in the elevator. You have to kind of bounce all over and go back to other areas. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was the kind of fun mechanic you don't see very often, obviously, in Mario games. Multi levels of spookies. Yes. So let me now we're still talking about Nintendo and horror. Do you think in Super Mario World, the game? For the, for the Super Nintendo, when they had all the little Haunted Mansion levels. Is that kind of a brief foray into kind of spookiness? Yeah. In terms of maybe music, the music oh, yeah. of those levels. I mean, I, I the think creaky like doors. The, the creaky doors, the, what was that? We're talking about SNES, right? Yeah. So it'd be the 16-bit yeah. kind of score. So... Yeah, no, I can just hear it in my head. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, I think as a kid, you it raised the tension. Yes, in a way you didn't realize psychologically mm-hmm. until you're an older, older, older person. Yeah, it's like the uh, the same sound like when Sonic is like drowning. How that like yeah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just you're like no, you're like, no! No! <laughs> no, Um, so other kind of forays into this horror scary game survival game genre I'm not sure if you ever played any of it I kind of dabbled a little bit Dead by Daylight I haven't tried it kind of a fun multiplayer co-op game there's not a single player mode is it kind of like how the I know they've made this game into like a huge parody like the Friday the 13th game not quite. Where it's um, like one person is Jason and yeah, then the other yeah. four are the camp counselors that are trying to escape. Yeah, you're trying to escape. Um, and to escape, you've got to power up the generators. and Yeah, so it's... But the fun thing about Dead by Daylight is a third-party license all these other horror characters. So you okay. can have Freddy. You can have Pyramid Head. Mm-hmm. You can have... Uh, Freddy Krueger. You can have all these other characters from horror f- films long gone by to be the hunters and each have special powers and you your job is to try to escape and get to the exit and it's fun because I'll only play it if you can do that dance to California Girls by Katy Perry. No. No. <laughs> oh come on. Um, I'm like that's the problem that I have with that Friday the thirteenth game is it's like that whole point or like you could be running around in your boxers. And yeah. <laughs> then you can you can't kill Jason. 
but you can knock him over, and then everyone just starts dancing. Yeah, so you can't do that in this game, but, like, the the horror character, the bad guy, will capture you and then put you on a meat hook. Mm. And you've got to struggle there, and your life force slowly depletes, and you can get off, or you're... If you if you if you luck out, it's like a two percent chance that you get off on mm. your own by hit mashing the button, and then your your teammates can get you off. But then you're kind of wounded, so someone should heal you. And if you get hooked enough times, then the otherworldly spirits take you. and You're dead. Um, so it's kind of that aspect of it. But you can't harm the bad guy. You're basically mm. trying to run. He can't jump. So when there's like a hay bale or windows you can jump through, he's got to go a long way around. He's but he's also mm-hmm. faster at running too. Okay. So it's that kind of aspect. You can hide in lockers. They can and that kind of fun thing. Um, so Adam, let's dive into any kind of hot takes you have about this franchise, about the genre. What are they going to say this week? I, I guess we kind of touched upon it. Like, I'm not as big of a fan of jump scares. Yes. I prefer something that's more of a well-constructed story. Something spooky. Yeah. I mean, not to say games like Bioshock didn't have its... Share of yeah. jump scares, but it did have like a good atmosphere, I guess is the best way to put it. And um, same thing, like Dead Space had jump scares, but good atmosphere. Um, one of the games I will say, I don't, I think I've recommended it before on the show. It's a game called Control, it's from Remedy, it's the same people that did Alan Wake. Um, but that one is, I think, uh, like. More of like gets in your head, yeah, spooky. So I don't know, like what, what do you think? Like makes, like what is your type? Like what, what do you like from a scary game? I like a game that ratchets up the tension psychologically for you, like we talked mm-hmm. about with Super Mario, and that's not a scary game, but the music, the lighting, mm-hmm. the. The story content. Yeah. It doesn't have to have a jump scare. It doesn't have to be scary in that aspect. But something that makes you almost anticipate there's going to be a jump scare. Yeah. Even though there may not be. But it's just that psychological feeling as the music kind of ratchets up the tension. As the as the gameplay ratchets up the tension. That kind of stuff. I, I really do enjoy. Um, You know, we talked about it. Mist is a, is a good example of that. Mm. Where the music and the story and just the... The way the game played out kind of gave that spooky, ethereal tension to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what kind of makes a good spooky game, whether it's intended to be a spooky game or not. Mm-hmm. Those kind of aspects, I think, is really what I enjoy in that kind of game and, and the way they frame that. Okay. Um, What's your hot take? My hot take, I think, is that they need to create a original kind of story with some of these games. Um, you know, Resident Evil. It's your zombie apocalypse kind of storyline. Do you feel Same like with, it's played out now? I do. I, I mean, I, I know they came out with, what, Resident Evil 6 or, or no. No, we're on like 7 or 8 now. Oh, jeez. Whatever one 
Where it switched to first person. Yes. I don't remember which one that was because I stopped playing at a certain point. Biohazard, I don't remember, but I think that was a nice switch. But I do feel like the like the original formula was a little too played out. Yeah, I agree. Oh, now we're on Resident Evil Village, which isn't even a number. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think... I just watched something original. You know, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, amnesia. Amnesia. But, you know, Alien. Okay, that's, that's a rehashed kind of thing. The Resident Evil games being the zombie games. You've got... Uh, the Last of Us being the zombie games, redoing Texas Chainsaw Master, Friday the 13th as a game. I kind of just want something that's very accessible but unique. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, and I'm not saying Mist is that that for me now, but I'm saying something in that kind of lines where maybe there is never a jump scare. Maybe there is never anything that's yeah. horror in that game, but it keeps you tense and keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire game. That mm-hmm. kind of aspect. I'm ready for that kind of original story in a game. Okay. What else you got for us, Adam? If you have anything else? Oh no, I I don't. Okay, <laughs> that was that that was my that was my shot. That's okay. You, you took your shot, Adam. You took your Pew. shot. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, now that we've uh, dissected a little bit into this genre, it's time to talk about our wreck of the week. It's time for the geek wreck of the week. What are the geeks going to recommend, Adam? What are you recommending this week? Well, I was going to recommend, and I mentioned it. In earlier episodes, but I'm going to mention it in this, and I are... Control. Okay. So, Remedy Entertainment, I think, is one of the greatest, like, developers out there. Um, They did Max Payne, Control, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, that sort of thing. Control kind of... I don't know, like, are you familiar with, like, the SCP Foundation? Yes. Like, so... To those of you that don't know, this is kind of like a creepy pasta. Like, they don't exist. <laughs> it's all like internet contributions, but it's sort of like weird objects, beings, people um, that have abilities to change things. And this kind of takes that concept and does a very unique thing with it. Um, really great combat. Um, really great kind of like sort of RPG elements where you can upgrade your abilities and that sort of thing. Um, really fun game. Um, but also if you kind of dive into the lore of the game, it actually gets kind of creepy and kind of in your head. So, I know it's come out on, I think it came out on last-gen consoles. Yeah. Like the PS4 a, yeah. and Xbox One, but I think they have... Um, they re-released it for the for the current gen. As yeah, well they've as the updated everything for... Did, did they do a Switch yep. version? 2020. Uh, I wouldn't want to play it on the Switch, but... Um, not against the Switch, but it's more just like... The Switch doesn't want to play on you either. No, but it's sort of like... <laughs> it's really cool, like, visual effects. Yeah, and vi- it's gotta like, be... Kind of things punch better when you're playing it on a big screen in 4K with, 
a faster frame rate. It just, things kind of hit a little harder. Um, also, I think it probably just plays better on the like current gen consoles like PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. So um, that that's my rec. Um, check it out. It's uh, very good. All right. My rec this week, Jedi Survivor. Oh, I thought we were just going to go horror, but I want to play that so I didn't bad. have a good horror game I played recently, but yeah, Jedi Survivor okay. is my rec this week. Um, I got to get that. Great story expansion from the first game, um, and it takes it in a good way where it's not just like, let's rehash the last story and continue our adventures. It's more of a, things have kind of taken a darker turn for Cal, and mm-hmm. and he's a lot more jaded in terms of a character, in terms of what the, the galaxy has become under the Empire, and, mm-hmm. and his his role in that, I guess, and that in mm-hmm. terms of that he's helped the Empire flourish or 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 allowed it to but just you know he realized he's just one person against this empire yeah it's kind of nice to see that kind of self-doubt a little bit um Mm -hmm. versus the last one where it's just like him trying to relearn some of his force abilities and and become a better jedi the last one was a great like it's a good intro yeah and it's respawn entertainment yeah they're fantastic um titanfall three please (laughs) <laughs> I I want it so bad. Um but uh no, yeah, I really like them as a developer and I think they did a great job with the first game and um from what I've seen of Jedi Survivor it's looking amazing. So I just sometimes you gotta wait a little bit <laughs> when you have like a full docket of games yes. to play because I got like Forza is out and I'm like I want to play Forza. Oh, see, this is what I'm playing to now in anticipation that Spider-Man comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, um, Assassin's Creed just came out, which I haven't yep. touched yet. Um, but yeah, the back catalog gets fuller and fuller by the day. Yeah, so hopefully maybe like around holiday time I can uh, maybe see if things are on sale <laughs> yeah I just picked it up recently it was like 38 brand new so okay not horrible yeah alright folks well this wraps up Spooktober week 3 week 3 week oh, 3 Spooktobers um, this is my ghostly voice this is your ghostly voice okay Adam um, well, thanks for guys for listening. We appreciate you guys joining in for week three of Spooktober as we discuss the video game aspect of horror. Yes. Um, but make sure you tune in for week four next week. Week four, yeah. We're, um, we're thinking... We'll take some recommendations. Well, we'd love recommendations. Um, yeah, something maybe with a creature. A creature feature. Mm-hmm. Maybe classic. we'll watch The Mummy 2017. No. <laughs> I'd rather be... watch, like, the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's That's a decent film. <laughs> um, <laughs> but thanks, folks, for joining in. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, tweet, toot, mm-hmm. uh, smoke signal. I don't care, but follow us on social media at Geek Drink Pod. That's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter X, Discord. Um, we're on... ShakeMyController.net, mm-hmm. uh, amongst other various sites. Yes. Or there's a new one every week. There's a new one every week because we keep, 
kick, keep getting kicked off. Yeah. But that's okay. We'll find one that sticks. Mm-hmm. All right. That's folks. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you guys leave a comment review. Um, that way we disseminate this into more ear holes. Yes. Um, the more ear holes we have, the happier we are. Yes. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. Everyone have a great Geek Week. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. has been another episode of the have a drink with some geeks podcast all content copyright geek drink pod 2023